Hey everybody, how you doing? It's your boy Noir. Thank you for listening to this episode of Cigars and Crypto. In this episode, I had an opportunity to speak with my man BlackMoney.com, Space Black. We had a chance to talk about how he got into crypto in 2017, how he kind of stayed away from it because of the stigma of the dark web. We discussed the importance of fundamental analysis and his thoughts on the future of cryptocurrency. I know you guys will love this episode. This guy is really, really funny. He is a straight clown, and I enjoyed talking with him. I want to send a special shout out to the Noir Coin team. Thank you so much for your support. If you guys are looking for a great privacy project that has proof of stake and masternodes, you've got to check out Noir Coin. Check them out at noirofficial.org or on Twitter at Noir Coin. So kick back, relax going to pay a couple of bills and uh, we'll jump right into the episode. Take care. You're listening to the only place on the internet that offers the perfect blend of high quality premium cigars and cryptocurrency news and commentary. Welcome to Cigars and Crypto. Now here's your host, Invest Noir. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of Cigars and Crypto. It's your boy, Noir, and I'm so happy to be with my man this evening, BlackMoney.com. Space Black, how you feel, brother? What's going on? I'm doing fine. You got a very professional radio voice, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I've been ready for a couple of years. Fantastic. So tell me about yourself, Um, man. How'd you get into crypto? Hmm. I FOMO'd my way into crypto in 2017. I had heard about it earlier, but it was, um, I actually thought it was for like criminals and prostitutes and people. Uh, <laughs> so I, it was like, it was for the, for the, for, for, it was basically attached to the dark web at first. So when I got started doing a little research on the dark web, I was like, oh, this goes against all the stuff I'm for. So I don't have anything to do with it. So after I did a little research later during the FOMO season of 2017, then I was like, I guess I'll give it a try. So I bought a few things. I made a bunch of uh, poor decisions. And uh, I'm here right now <laughs> still in the uh, – I think I might be in the negative. Who knows? <laughs> uh, <laughs> But it's been kind of good lately. Lately, it's been kind of going up. Yeah. But um, not it, it wasn't really a real exciting story. I wasn't minding anything or anything. It was just like, oh, man, I'm going to miss out. Let me take all the money I was going to rehab this house with and put it in the crypto and watch it go up. I'll be rich in no time. But mm. that didn't work out that way. <laughs> yeah, that's usually the case, man. That's usually the case, bro. <laughs> But it's all right, though, man. You know why? I know you said you thought you made stupid decisions, but a stupid decision would have been to cash out. You know, investments aren't something that you do over a short period of time. You do your research, you invest in a project, and if you really believe in a project, you hold it until you get your return out of it. So um, I hope that, you know, you don't feel like you made a dumb decision, especially now that you've been in the market since uh, 2017. You know, three years is a long time to be in crypto, considering crypto is only 11 years old. And there are a lot of lessons to be learned about investing in different projects and different things. And, uh, you know, I think uh, 
you'll reap the benefits of your investment over the next couple of years. It's not financial advice. It's just an opinion. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say is I'll take it. I know down to my being that I made a, a few mistakes that I would not do a second yep. time if I had a chance to do it over. Tell me about so, it. One <laughs> was uh, getting involved with a master node for this certain coin. It was a small coin. And uh, I got to go master node. I got all the ones I needed to uh, run it. And I was getting coins. I got coins. Let me see. I'm not sure. You got coins daily, and then you got like a monthly payout also. And I was getting lots and lots of coins, but my value was going down, down, down. It was, it was, it's never going to reach the point it was at first. And then the, the moment I got, I was right when they said, we're going to fork and make our, and it was like a Bitcoin something. I was like, oh yeah, I'm out of here. This, this is pretty much done with. <laughs> so um, I wasted my time. I ran it for a year and I probably lost, I would say, 70% of the value, even though I had gained, I don't know, twice as many coins. <laughs> yeah, I understand. And I, I check in on it every now and again. It's never gone back up, and I don't think it will. No, but you know what? Don't look at it this way, man. In bear markets, you're going to find that investments do poorly. Um, one of the key things to look at, especially if you're going to make a long-term investment, is uh, – Fundamental analysis. You got to really do really good fundamental analysis on the projects that you're investing in. So next time you check in on your coin, why don't you go over to find out if their GitHub is active? If you see a lot of commits yeah. on GitHub for the project, that means people are still working on it. It may not go up to where you want it to be, but if you maintain that master node and it's continuing to make you a profit in terms of a cryptocurrency, if they come out with a new product enhancement, uh, an update or upgrade, you may be surprised, man. That that might be enough to pump a little bit to get other people to FOMO in and you can cash out and dump on them. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, dump on. At this period, <laughs> at this period they, uh, the devs were fighting. They were There was like a split in the camp, like, which way should we go? They weren't really working on anything. It was like rumors that somebody stole some money. It was all types of that. I was like, oh, man, I got to get away from this coin as quick as possible. Yeah, <laughs> man. It's like that sometimes, man. It's definitely like that I got sometimes. other coins in my bag that aren't like my favorite coin. And I see that they have, they're working on things, but it doesn't give me any uh, confidence that anything's going to happen with that coin. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, I understand. But you know what, though? Think about it. <clears throat> Coins like Chainlink, people were buying when it was just pennies. And yeah. no one heard about Chainlink until, what, September, October of last year? But it had steadily, yeah, I, it had steadily been increasing in value. And they had been constantly working on it from a development perspective. And then, boom, out of nowhere, they start releasing partnerships. And now you're looking at Chainlink at, what, like three three and some change? Yeah, it's um, it's pretty – I actually believe in that project. It makes sense. It's not like something that's 
some obscure thing that the creator said like this is uh, I don't know this is going to help dogs sleep at night it wasn't something <laughs> like that it was like this <laughs> connects the blockchain to Oracle and other systems that are not not blockchain right that makes sense <laughs> right and it's a valid it's use like, case yeah it's not like we're going to destroy the whole internet and everybody's going to use this coin only and that's going to be it that's right. it's not that one of those things right so uh, it made it made it made a lot of sense so i did get some last year mm -hmm. and i wish i would have got it earlier i know some people got in at the 10 cent range yeah and then you mean and they're paid right now you know they, they they thought they were paid so they got out earlier <laughs> they got out earlier before it went up to the the two dollars and all that stuff yeah they got out like at 40 or 50 cents because they were like yeah i just quadruple my money i can go right now but not thinking yeah. about hey this might keep going i mean nobody would but it does have a good use so that's mm -hmm. one coin i can say i can believe in most of these other coins are poor copies of bitcoin that's about it they yeah. act like there's a whole bunch of stuff added to it, and it's really not. It's the exact same thing, and with yeah. like a little bit of dust sprinkled on top of it. Like, okay, that's what makes it special. It's it's the same thing. Um, the more the longer I'm here, the more I realize that most of these coins have no value to me personally. So therefore, they shouldn't. They probably don't have any value to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I have a rule for me that works for me. 50, 30, 20. 20% 20 of any bag that I accumulate over an extended period of time, I will hold to the ground. I will hodl it to the ground because I have already spent, I have already cashed out 50% and 30% at various levels, depending on where I want to take profit. And then you hold on to 20% of your bag as a moon bag. You know what I'm saying? Just in case one day, because think about the people, think about the people, man, who got into Bitcoin when it was just a couple of dollars, right? Yeah. And they're buying, you know, a hundred, three, 500 Bitcoin. And over time they sold, you know, uh, uh, 400 Bitcoin. And at various levels, they made a nice piece of property. You know, they made a, a nice, you know, nice haul. They took profit at, at good levels, right? But imagine if you had 500 Bitcoin and you've been hodling 100. And you <laughs> still have 100 in your bag right now. Yeah. That's, some, that's some milli, bro. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, that's real nice. <laughs> that's, that's a milli right now at, at this level. Even with bear market, that's like a milli right now. Because you hodl, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. And so I would never, you know, I would never suggest that anyone um, just throw money at a project. You know, do the research, do your fundamental analysis. Always read the white paper. Check out competitors. I'm a capitalist, bro, so I'll invest in competitors as well. <laughs> so I mean, keep it real, bro. I mean, you I know, know, that's what it's for. Most, right. most people you know, lie to you and say, I'm here for the tech and all this stuff. And, but everybody's really here to make a profit for right. the most part. They're talking about I'm a Bitcoin <laughs> maximalist and they got 50 bags. <laughs> I mean, real rap. 
You know, that's that's what yeah. people do. <clears throat> so, you know, you know I, I'll invest in a project. I'll go out, I'll check out their GitHub. I use sites like Lunar Crush to see what uh, social sentiment is for the currency, like on Twitter and other social media platforms. I always read the white paper. Um, if it's unique, if the use case is unique, that piques my interest. Um, I always look at the current distribution and the maximum supply. I won't invest in coins that have less than 85% of their uh, 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 coins in circulation. Now, with the exception of Tezos and Chainlink, um, I got into those just because I think they're really good projects and I like them and I have small bags of each just in case. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have no idea. No, no idea what Tezos or what that does. I've seen it, but I don't know what it does. It's What's supposed to, about it? It's supposed to me. be. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be a professional grade, smart contract platform. And, uh, the people behind it were, uh, overstock.com. Those folks. Oh, and they, you know, they've been in not just in business, but they've been in crypto as like one of the first companies to accept Bitcoin. You know, um, they have perfected and mastered the art of staking um, through a process called baking. Um, you're starting to see a lot of American exchanges uh, come online with Tezos and offer baking so that people can stake their Tezos and uh, participate in the DeFi ecosystem. Um, I don't have a large bag anymore because I sold at various levels on the way up. Um, but I do have a, a moon bag, a 20% moon bag. Just in case, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just in case it hit like a hundred dollars one day, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's going to be a nice little lick, bro. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it's going to be a nice little lick. So, uh, Man. you know, just in case, <laughs> you know, but you know, if, if it goes to nothing and I have to hodl to the ground, it's cool because uh, profit is not realized until it's actualized. You don't make profit <laughs> until cashed it out. But emotional loss <laughs> is realized. <laughs> realized the moment you see it drop. You're like, oh. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But I mean, you know, like, you know, I've told people before on my show, I've told people on Twitter, you know, I got into crypto because from the very beginning, it was money to me. I didn't see it as uh, this uh, decoupled asymmetric asset that will become a store of value and make me rich one day. I just never I didn't see it that way um, for a very long time. Even now, even though I do see it as this decoupled asymmetric asset that functions as a store of value, it's still money to me. And unlike most people, I spend Bitcoin. I don't just accumulate it through trading and dollar cost averaging. I actually spend it um, because I believe in supporting businesses. You know what I mean? Um, so if I hodl to the ground and it goes to zero, it's all good. It doesn't matter to me because at some point I've bought something with Bitcoin. And, and I can see it, you know what I mean? I can touch it. 
it's tangible to me as opposed to this you know magical digital internet money that people are hoping that one day it will go up to a million dollars of bitcoin and they'll be able to cash out which i doubt but you know <laughs> it's gonna be a million dollars of coin <laughs> look imagine trying to go to coinbase tomorrow i want to cash out a bitcoin for a million dollars Fuck out of here. You ain't doing that shit. <laughs> I didn't know we could fucking curse. Fuck. Hey, look, bro. That's the benefit of having my own show. I can run it the way I want to, bro. Hell yeah, you can curse. <laughs> ain't no way in hell you can cash out a million dollar Bitcoin on a Coinbase. When they're locking down accounts right now, you can only withdraw $10 a piece. Did you read, did you read that? <laughs> Did you no, read that? Yo, man, there are a when ton of people. Happened? There are a ton of people right now who are complaining that Coinbase is only allowing them to withdraw ten dollars. Oh man, that's why I don't have anything. In, I don't have anything on any exchanges. The last place I had something, like I had like a small amount of Bitcoin. It was on a Cash App, but then they sent out the little notice today. I mean, I had already got all my stuff off. They sent out the notice like earlier this month saying. Hey man, we snitched on you to the IRS. So here's your statement. I was like, man, I didn't even, I didn't even, you know, like the anti-racketeering laws that say stuff like moving ten thousand dollars around. I think at one point it was something with uh, Coinbase where you know they reported it once it got to twenty thousand dollars. I didn't move anywhere near that amount. I probably moved less than two thousand dollars of Bitcoin. On Cash App, but I get a report. They're reporting everything. So I was like, man, look, man, I don't have anything to do with any of those places. <laughs> look, man, you know what you do? You take that form and you pay your taxes. Straight up, that's what I'm gonna do. Take the form and pay the taxes. I don't care if the government knows that I'm into cryptocurrency. You know why? Because I'm not doing anything nefarious with it. I'm trying to make this come up. I don't care who knows. Irish. You know what I'm saying? I don't care I who knows that. I'm trying to make it come up, bro. And if, if, the if, tax if, if laws that, are not solid to me to even be like, okay, one day they're saying it's an asset, the next day it's a security, the next day they treat it like stock. Who who knows what you're supposed to do with it? You know what, I, man? I, I totally agree with you. I totally agree. But to not claim it puts you in a position where they can come for you later. You see what I'm yeah, saying? I put myself in a position to uh, go ahead and file taxes for it this year. Yeah, go ahead I and pay it, man. I think I, I sold everything for like 30 minutes earlier in the year to take the loss. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I claim it on my taxes. And I bought my, I bought everything back, like, in, you know, in the next 30 minutes. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong but, with that, man. Yeah, I don't it's play definitely a, a great area. <laughs> yeah, I don't play around with the alphabet boys, man. You just just pay it. <laughs> for for yeah. real. I don't play around with the alphabet boys, man. Just pay it. Just take the yeah, I'm not Because one day, one day you're you're gonna get your trading game, you're gonna get your investing game up to a point where you're gonna be happy to pay them. You know why? Because the million and a half that you got left is a million and a half that you have left. I like the way you think, but you've never seen my bag, sir. 
<laughs> I got so much stuff in there. You like, what is this? Nah, I man. found some. I found Verge one day. I was like, there's Verge on my computer. <laughs> yeah, I forgot this even existed. <laughs> yeah, man. I can't tell you. Look, man. One day I logged in. Um, like I said, I've been this, I've been in crypto since 2014, <laughs> and I started out as a miner. And at one point, I was kind of ticked off because some of the mining pools that I was mining with were changing their fees and the way they pay out um, to miners. Mm-hmm. And so I was bouncing around different to different, you know, pools, mining pools. One day, man, I happened to go onto an old thumb drive that I had from 2015. Bro, I found a couple thousand Digibyte. I found a couple thousand Verge. I had like 50 Litecoin. I mean, stuff like <laughs> that I completely forgot. Like I would have thrown this thing away. Cause I thought it was old because it was only like eight gig, you know what I mean? I didn't think it was anything on there. And I'm finding all <laughs> these like paper wallets, you know what I'm saying? That I had stuff on because back then I was real, you know, trying to follow the ethos of crypto, you know, of Bitcoin. So, you know, even though I wasn't a maximalist, I was doing stuff on paper wallets. I never kept stuff on exchanges, you know. And, uh, you know, even now, man, every now and again, I go back through my password manager to see, um, you know, I have an offline password manager to see, you know, what I was logging into. And half of the pools that I was involved with are no longer around. But I bet you I had crypto that I never got paid out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because at some point, man, back That's in the day, you used, to be, you used to be able to buy um, mining contracts from eBay. So you could pay. <laughs> you could pay. Yo, check it out. This was the hustle. <clears throat> I used to pay like twenty five dollars for 48 hours of mining, like in 2016, with someone who had something like four uh, terahash of uh, of mining power. And so when I got paid, I would go out on eBay and I would buy like four mining contracts on four different pools. And I would just have them mine for me for 48 hours until they paid out, until the pools paid out. How but much then you get off of your twenty five dollar investment. Yo, man, back then it wasn't much. But today, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna dox the shit out myself. I ain't gonna let the alphabet boys know what I'm working with, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, it's a nice little piece of change. I ain't saying it's, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'm not even saying it's tens of thousands of dollars. It ain't nowhere near that. But considering back then, you know, when Bitcoin was only worth 600 bucks, you know, Man. 350, 400 yeah. bucks, and I'm mining, you know, consistently, you know, it's a different story, you know? So now I'm, I'm, I'm saying to myself, I got to go ahead drop a couple grand to buy a decent mining rig so that I can mine enough to get those coins off of those exchanges. I mean, off of those, out of those wallets for the, uh, for the mining pools. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? And I'm, you know what I'm going to do? Yeah. I'm going to pay taxes on that. And then I'm going to turn my mine into a business and then I'm going to depreciate that asset. And it's going to be a net zero. I ain't paying nothing because I'm getting it all back. That sounds cool. I guess it, I did tell myself <laughs> I was going to do the taxes all weekend. 
<laughs> yeah, so man. I guess I got a, yeah. I got a lot of taxes to catch up on. That's all yeah, man. Do. Don't, yeah, don't. You know what? Look at it this way, brother. Everything in life should be no. I don't want to say that because I don't believe that. Look at crypto as a business. Treat it as a business, not a get rich quick scheme but as a business. And if you look at it as a business, you're investing um, the time you spend researching. If you do technical analysis to determine entry and exit points, um, if you attend conferences, if you buy mining rigs for Bitcoin, you know, a SHA-256 or SHA-3 if you're mining Ethereum Classic or script mining or whatever it is that you buy, you know, all of those things are business expenses. And when you start to look at them that way, you say to yourself, yeah, I got to make this come up. I can't be making bad decisions because I'm in the hole three grand. I'm in a hole five grand. How am I going to get about this hole? I got, you got to get it about the mud, cuz. <laughs> That's why I was uh, kind of looking at my YouTube channel as, uh, as a business. So I've been working on rehab, rehabbing a rental property video so all those expenses I've been trying to write off on my taxes because uh, it's, it's actually kind of expensive but it's all for the video content Yeah. so I see what you mean I I gotta be more like you when I grow up come on man <laughs> you clown bro <laughs> tell me about your YouTube channel man. my YouTube channel I started I believe I started last year and I was just doing tutorials and stuff and then I took a break in February of 2019 and I never unbroke myself. (laughs) 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 I I think I made a few videos here and there, but I never really got back and picked it it up. I kind of planned on ignoring crypto for the whole 2020 and not even dealing with it. Nah, man. Tell tell my listeners, tell my listeners where they can find your show, bro. We're going to get you, we're going to get you back in the game. YouTube, it's a uh, Black Money. It's just like the uh, Twitter handle, but it's just Black Money. But you could just check a uh, hashtag Black Money. You should find the other videos. Okay. And uh, a website that probably needs to be redone is BlackMoney.com. Okay. It was just that simple. We're already there. We're already there. <laughs> That's what it is, man. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. So look, man. Before I let you go, tell me about. Uh, where you see the future of Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in the next couple of years, man? Man, I would like to say I was going to see like a whole bunch of fancy space-age stuff, but I kind of feel like it'll just wind up being normal, just like everything else. So I don't personally see the million-dollar evaluation that people say this. It's going to be a million dollars one day. I just figure it'll just... It might peak a few more times and then just flatten out where it doesn't do anything. It'll be just like every other thing else. It's going to be something else after it to take its place eventually. And then no no sane organization or government is going to allow something like that to just run rampant and take over. Because control is what governments want. They want to control every citizen in some kind of way and profit off of them we were just talking about taxes <laughs> so yeah do whatever you want to they're still going to tax you and they're still going to track you 
I think I had a misconception when I first kind of got into it, thinking like, okay, well, I do, I do know it's an open ledger, and you could see all the see the transactions. But I wasn't really thinking about well, you could see my transactions and figure out who I am. But technically, you can, since Coinbase and Cash App and all these other places are reporting to the government your address associated with your social security number. All those public transactions are searchable by the IRS or any other government agency that wants to go to it. Even if you tumbled your coins and sent them to like a dark web, dark web tumbler to try to confuse them, if they have enough time and they want to harass you, they can sit there and trace every, every transaction. I believe there's a company called Chain Analysis that does that. They have the they trace transactions on the blockchain on every one of them. the only one I know that they probably have the most problem with is like Monero since it's an actual uh, privacy coin and the tumbling is kind of built into it <clears throat> and I don't think if I, I'm if I remember correctly the Monero stuff doesn't really put the amounts on the blockchain where you can see it it just says in out. It doesn't have like on Bitcoin, it says like 1.5 Bitcoin got moved this way to this address. <laughs> but privacy is that's that'll be my most concern. I know earlier you said you're not doing anything nefarious. I'm not either. I'm not in a cult or a terrorist leader or anything like that. But at the same time, I'm just really not into people looking at all the stuff I do. It's just not something I would be into. If I was, you'd see my face on the internet, but you don't. (laughs) (laughs) I got you, man. Hey, brother, I appreciate you joining me this evening, man. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for allowing me to be here and listening to your smooth radio voice. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, you're a clown. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, find my man on Twitter, blackmoney.com. One love, brother. Thanks so much for joining me, man. Have a good night. All right,